tuning in this is matt santos of the mile high show you are listening to episode number 234 number 234 hey those those are right in order with each other 234 if i do this long enough in a few thousand episodes we will have 2345 i don't think i'll live that long but that does not take away from the uh the great show you're about to listen to two guests today that uh, have been on the show in the past individually, and now they are here together. The incredible, the incredibly talented Drew Hall, one of the greatest guitarists you will ever hear, and the fabulous Candice Devine. They have recently teamed up to create a, a music entity that is known by the name Ponderosa Grove, a uh, musical uh, endeavor that is based right here in northern Arizona, in Prescott, Arizona. But it encompasses talent from all over the region, and they will be taking the music scene by storm, beginning with their latest uh, release, their first release, and the record release party that is taking place on June 18th at 4 p.m. at the Prescott Courthouse Square with a live concert featuring some of the greatest musicians in and around the Prescott area. Ponderosa Grove, June 18th at the Courthouse Square. You can find out information about Ponderosa Grove at ponderosagrove.com, and that's where you'll find links for their uh, their social media, their Facebook, where you can look at some uh, some clips and some video, including the little snippet that you heard just a moment ago on the intro. That is their uh, their cut from their release, Waterline, and that will be played in full at the close of this episode. So you're going to hear from Drew and Candace on how this endeavor came about, the talents involved, and the... Uh, that just the whole the whole structure of how Ponderosa Ponderosa Grove came about. So stick around; you will enjoy it. This episode is brought to you by Bully Dog Coffee. That is Bully Dog Coffee Company, roasted right here in Chino Valley, Arizona, by my friend and neighbor, Mister Patrick Bowler. You can find out information there at BullyDogCoffeeCompany.com. You can find out how you can get uh, beans of your own and some merch that he has available. And uh, aside from being great coffee, it's also for a great cause. Patrick takes uh, some of his uh, profits from this endeavor and gives it to some canine support, uh, specifically uh, pit bull advocacy. So uh, uh, Patrick and uh, and his dogs roasting up some beans, and it is delicious delicious coffee. Tell you what, if you give us a rating and review on this episode featuring Drew Hall and Candace Devine, I will send you a free pound of coffee along with a Mile High Show coffee uh, mug and and a ball cap. Some exclusive merch from Bully Dog Coffee Company and The Mile High Show. Give us a rating and a review and then shoot me a copy of that or shoot me an email through milehighshow.com and we will send you out a pound of coffee beans, a ball cap, and a coffee mug. Enjoy episode 234 featuring Drew Hall and Candace Devine of 
Ponderosa Grove. Don't forget June 18th at the Courthouse Square. And uh, again, the intro and outro music is Waterline from their upcoming release. Enjoy the show. How have you been, been, Candice Devine? I have been quite well. Very busy, but quite well. Yeah. I can't complain. I cannot complain. Andrew, how are you? Well, same. Busy, but can't complain. Thankful to be busy. Thankful to be busy. Very thankful. It has been an odd, odd year, an odd 14 or 15 months or so. Yeah. We're going to get into why we're here, because you got a release coming up. Yeah. And we want to definitely dive into that, see the genesis of that, and who else was involved. It sounded, we were talking off mic, it sounded fascinating as far as the the scope, the web of, of who's... Who's had their fingers in this release? But before we do that, oh my gosh, that, it's so exciting! Know, it's let's so... Drew plug away everything you've got, whether social media, web, phone numbers, address, phone numbers, addresses. This is everything. where I live. This is Bank the commercial. This, yeah, you know what? The street I... you grew up on, your yeah. mom's maiden name, all that good stuff, <laughs> and a preferable pin number. Yeah, 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 right, exactly. Now, um, as far as social media, really just a Facebook page under Drew Hall, and then a Drew Hall guitar on Instagram, but. Uh, we're going to start talking a lot about the band Ponderosa Grove, yeah. so we have all of the socials. Gotcha. Uh, Facebook know. is Ponderosa Grove Music. Music, yeah. Instagram is Ponderosa Grove. And then we have the website, ponderosagrove.com. Gotcha. Yeah. And that is who? Who is this sitting next to me, Candace Devine? I'm Candace Devine. Hi. Uh, well, Ponderosa Grove is really, I mean, at the heart of it, at the heart of it, I would say it's probably Drew and I and yep. Johan yep. Um, on this record. But it extends to, let's see, we have Steffi Lee Griffin playing on it. We right. have Vince Porter playing on it. We have Paul Ruffner playing on it. We have Kazi Borman playing on it. Yep. We have Shawnee Snaketail playing on it. We yep. have Jonah Howard as a songwriter. We yep. have Keenan Hammock as a songwriter. We also have Shawnee as a songwriter. We have Gloria Ariano as a songwriter yep. on it. We have Dylan Ludwig producing it. We oh, have... Um, Brian Taylor on Brian the drums. Brian Taylor on drums. We have... I feel like there's more people that I'm forgetting. <laughs> I know. It's, oh, right. The fingers keep extending yeah. into our community, it's very and community that's why based. it's so. It, we keep calling it a community band, yeah. Because no one part, um, you know, every single part, I should say, is making it cooler and cooler and yeah. cooler. Yeah. And every time we, you know, we sat over COVID writing a bunch of songs, yeah. And then as this record's evolved, it's been like, wouldn't it be great to bring in horns so you bring in more people? And then wouldn't it be great to bring in keys and bring in more people? And yeah. wouldn't it be great to have percussion? And wouldn't it be great? And so it's really evolved into this community effort that is just so exciting. We recorded it locally at Raven Sound Studio. Raven Sound Studio. That's yeah. D- yep. Dylan Ludwig's yeah, that's cave. His, that's his yeah. hole. Yeah. He, the, the master of his domain. Where, where does Absolutely. the name come from? Ponderosa Grove. Do you want to take oh, this? Oh, sure. 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 We were look- <laughs> it was a process. Yeah, it was. Uh, the band names are really hard, uh, especially in this. No, pro- well, for, before we get to Ponderosa yes. Grove, we're not going to pass up the gum placement. I'm sorry. <laughs> the gum placement. I thought I, I was I was I, looking. I was going, What did she have a Band-Aid on her no, face? I didn't really I, notice that. I started yeah. speaking, and I was like, no one wants to hear anybody smacking gum. And so I um, instead didn't of see he- a trash can. Oh, there oh, there is. Is. Instead okay. of hearing you snap gum, we're just going to talk about where the gum is yeah, so on the back of your hand. Yeah, so I just shoved it on the back of my hand <laughs> and flattened it out like a pancake so that it just like kind of blue, looks like a Band-Aid. Like a blue yeah. Band-Aid. And then, and then as soon as you started talking, Talking Drew, she, that's she not weird. shoved it back in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Drew, Ponderosa Grove. Oh, yeah, right. Um, so band names are hard to come by, uh, especially now because if you have an idea, first thing you do, 
you go online and you go, is there any other bands with this name? And the oh, chances wait. are, yes, there's a million. There is a band in, <laughs> yeah. in Sweden that has three followers and is a duo in someone's basement, and they've already got the name. And you go, ah. Oh. And they've Correct. got the uh, Twitter locked up with that, right. with yeah. zero posts in exactly. 2008. Right. Correct. 2017 was their last post. They have one song, <laughs> right. and they've taken the name that you want. Correct. Um, we wanted something that kind of reflected where we're from. Um, and of course, Ponderosa is a big part of what we have here as yeah. far as the trees and everything. And um, the Grove part of it, I think, is about the community the elements of community, element. Yeah. You know, that would be part of the marketing we're talking about joining the Grove and being a part of our Grove as it grows. Communicating you know? a, 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 a single place where people can come in and exactly. exchange ideas and share their art. Yeah, exactly. and nice. contribute Very and be nice. a part of it. Yeah. And, you know, ideally, we also thought Grove was, or Ponderosa Grove was a kind of fitting to the sound, which has become yeah. so communal. You yeah, know? absolutely. So, um, it, obviously in a very abstract way, but um, the idea of that lots of, it takes lots of pieces to make this puzzle, yeah. you know, fit. So we like that, you know, Ponderosas grow in, in big collections of trees and yep. especially in, and they're strong yeah. and they're big yep. and they provide oxygen and fresh air, <laughs> you right. know, and yeah. we like the idea of infusing all of that into our music and, and hopefully providing a breath of fresh air for our community and beyond. Very yeah. nice. Very yeah. nice. Now let's go back. Let's drop it. Where, where are we at here? It's May, I think. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> so 14, 15 months ago, yeah. you guys had a, uh, Probably one of the last big shows before things changed. Was it January or February? January with Slim Gamble. Yes, we did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I've lost all sense of time. That was seven years ago. But that was a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, I was a toddler. It was was January January 11th of 2020. Your brain is so amazing at that. I don't know how you do that. I have a weird memory for that, but I don't remember why I walked into my kitchen half the time. So I literally am like, I know it was chilly. I mean, it wasn't like cold, cold, but it was brisk. Well, we Slim and I I almost perished in a snowmobile accident on the way in. So I remember it very clearly. (laughs) So the day our life. What what happened? Well, on my wall here. Are we talking about this trio or are we talking about the PCA with with the three of us as an acoustic? Well, so that was the one and the same, <laughs> right? So it was this trio with special guest Candice Devine. Right. Right. So we did our acoustic set and then we brought you out to, to do this, our set. Oh, no, with, I was talking about the one with Johan out in the amphitheater. Oh, okay. So that was... I, well, that was, I didn't know. Are we... I'm confused. I think, yeah, I think... Uh-huh. We played lots of shows... Are you thinking pre uh, pre COVID or during COVID? Pre pre COVID was the was the, slim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I know it's confusing. Happened? What happened with the snowmobile? I picked him up from the airport, and it was like a terrible snowstorm. And then we got kind of stuck in Prescott Valley. Had to get a hotel and everything. Yeah. And long story short, we just slim and I grew it into this epic thing where like a yeti was coming pulling <laughs> people out of cars, totally. you know. And we survived only to play this one show and that kind of thing. But um, that was the last big show before right. things yeah. started yeah. shut and down. And for people who yeah. don't know. Slim, it was very exciting and fun because yeah. he's the lead guitarist of Lady Antebellum, formerly yeah. Lady Antebellum, yep. now yeah. Lady A. And he's just a really talented down-to-earth guy. Yeah. And he's also like six foot five or six, so yeah. you can't or really miss nine him. nine or ten or yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> to me, everything, everyone's tall. Yeah. I don't know. You know? <laughs> so it was really fun Drew. to have him come yeah. in and, and you guys put this set together for this new record that you all are working yeah. on. 
And then I got to sit in, which was a blast. Well, and the cool thing is, is when you sat in, the debut of one of the songs that's on the record called You Got Me was the very first time we ever performed it was at that show. Right. Oh, and nice. as one of the few songs that was written pre-COVID. That yeah. was written like in and November. And it had never been heard live until that show. That was the first time. Yeah. yeah. And now it's on the Ponderosa Grove record. Very yeah. nice. So you had like, like you do every year, both of you, yeah. I'm sure big plans for the spring and summer of yeah. 2020, yeah, <laughs> um, different projects. You, now, correct me if I'm wrong again, because my, my timeline is a yeah. little skewed as well. Doing some shows in Southern Cal as well. Uh, the calf, what's that? The hotel, hotel cafe. Hotel yeah. cafe. We ended up doing that during lockdown too. So yeah. yeah, basically, you know, it was kind of like you know, chicken or the egg. In the one yeah. hand, we had been playing. Not as a band. It was yeah. me and graciously Drew Hall and then Johan and other players would come back me and um, play a lot of my original songs. And then we'd throw in some other fun stuff. Um, and then the world shut down and we started doing the live streams. That's where it all kind of brewed. Yeah. Yeah. Was all of the musicians were instantaneously out of business. And so I just tried to find a place to have them still make some money. And we put up the live streams uh, mainly for tips and our community just championed everybody so much, I think. Now, where were you doing those from? If we did it by by just sheer grace. The Raven Cafe was like, yes. we're shut down. Yeah. Yep. And our building is empty. So you can put, we had, I had Dylan Ludwig running mm -hmm. sound and I had Stevie Thunder or Steve Hollingsworth. Right. Yeah. Uncle Thundy Pants. I had him. <laughs> Uncle Thundy Un Pants. Uncle Thundy yeah. Pants, as my son calls him. <laughs> they have Thundy Pants Productions. Yeah. Um, he was running the stream itself yeah. and the camera. And um, I would bring in different artists from town every week. Yep. And and I'd sit in on one or two songs and then they would take over and play an hour set. But then our community was so generous. Everybody was making a couple hundred bucks for 45 minutes, yeah. you know, and yeah. kind of just getting a little extra boost of income. Let, let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. About Because we were talking again, pre-plugging pre in the mics, yeah. about some benefit, you know, you, you kind of hate to say it. There was a lot of, a lot of life lost across the country, yeah. locally, uh, illness, Fear, you know, Tons. fear of the unknown, yeah. Yeah. businesses being severely impacted, and yeah. that's a whole nother podcast yeah. that can another go in day. a political yeah. aspect, which I don't want to deal with. Yeah. But there was so much bad things going on. Yeah, that response from the public, the uh, the desire from the venues that were hurting themselves to support artists like yourself and other musicians and stuff. A silver lining to a very bad situation. We, talk about that a little bit. We talk about this probably weekly, daily, hourly. Absolutely. The silver linings, in my opinion, and Drew can add on to this, but I, we've, we've chosen to focus on the silver linings because yeah. there have been so many. The everything you just stated is the without, you know, I mean, it just goes without being said. Yeah. It's just, it's like the horrifying elements were there are there have been there um but there's been so many silver linings that it felt weird not to fall into that like not to lean into that and yeah. the positivity and the possibilities so we started with the live streams and then um 
you know, it kind of got people back to writing in small elements. Mm -hmm. And so Drew and I would get together and write. And Johan and I would get together and write. And then the three of us would get together and write. That, that kid, man. He's, he's so talented. So it makes me, makes me sick. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's the first one to be like, I don't know if I'm in a band or not in a band or this. But right. he's just so good. Yeah. And um, he's contributed so much. Absolutely. That, um, you know, he's a huge part of this record. Yeah. And yeah. so... Um, that's where it all kind of generated from. And then we did, as the trio, we went down to Hotel Cafe. Yep. Yeah. And we, to support that venue, they were about yeah. to shut down, and they're legendary, and we donated oh, yeah. the whole show as a fundraiser and made them a couple thousand dollars, which was great. Yeah. And then we came back here and kind of started ha having the same things, and so we just ran with it, and then we were like, holy bananas, we've got a whole album worth of songs. Yeah. And yeah. how, you know, again, looking the silver line, the plus side of it, had this, ha, had we as a as a community, as, as a country, had to go through something like the pandemic, the shutdowns, the quarantines, and things, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, even six years ago, yeah. the isolation would have been horrible. Yeah. Beyond devastating. Been, yeah. Think about how what we have access to now in the form, you know, podcasts, right. Zoom Technology features, general, streaming yeah. YouTube, right to really connect again on a one-on-one right. -on -one basis right. so many musicians i don't know if you guys did you do any like from your home yeah. i know a lot did i did we did a little bit we did yeah. a couple uh, we did one from like anton's house for yeah. well, it was also for hotel for cafe stage for stage it yeah. um we did a couple that were like steph griffin was doing like an open mic yes, that was correct. virtual like i did some from here with yep. my students yeah we'd come in on like a tuesday night and, and just stick my phone up and, and be yep. live or whatever so, yeah. some some folks were doing like a weekly some on a monthly yeah yeah um and being able to put out hey here's my venmo here's my paypal right. what can you do Right. And the response again, incredible from not just the 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 normal faces we'd see at the Raven at the Birdcage on a weekly right. basis, totally. but uh, you know I, I sat in and watched a few, uh, and you get responses from across the country. Oh, absolutely, uh, oh, yeah. other countries. My yeah. friends back east yeah. would tune in and watch. You know, Our my friends old, in France. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. W yeah, the, uh, I have some friends in Northern California who they've been out to visit. You know, a few times over the years, say, kid, kid, I went to high school. Kid, we're, we're not kids anymore. We went to junior <laughs> high and high school together and uh, reconnected recently, last five, six years ago, and came and saw you guys at the birdcage one time when oh, they nice. were visiting. And they, they they were just blown away. And this is, you know, they, they're, they're, they're music fans in the Bay Area where they see the elite of the elite at smaller clubs totally. and some of the bigger clubs. They watched Drew play at the Birdcage and were blown well, away. Well, you know, he's just okay. Yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> he's all right. Uh, well, you know. Actually, I would say Drew should speak to this, but we do talk about um, this often, was that part of the driving force for us was the mental health aspect. Yeah. Oh, all the way. We talked about that over and over. We were like, for as much as people are getting down on other people and, and as much as COVID in some aspects became a moral issue, do you mask, do you yeah. not mask, do yeah. you blah, blah, blah. The thing that we saw so much of people was the generosity of yes. hearts. Yes. Yeah. And and our willingness was like, people are not used to being isolated. There are plenty yeah. of people with depression. There are plenty plenty of our elders that are, you know, needing to be socialized because they already live in a in an assisted yes. living. And 
And we talked often, but you can speak more about that. Well, but you're totally right. I think the mental health thing was from kind of day one a, a focus, what we were thinking about. <laughs> Because we needed we needed the opportunity. I know well, we did those live streams in the Raven. Like right when things shut down, you called me you're like, "Let's do something from your lesson studio." We were really just going to be yeah. here, and in, in my lesson, we're talking in our lesson space. But we got to do that, and so it was like every Friday I got done teaching, and I went to the gig. That normalcy was incredibly important to me. I was preparing yeah. material. We were rehearsing songs. That was absolutely life-saving because otherwise you're just constantly being bombarded with death and destruction and fear and anxiety and it's like oh well now i get to work on this material like we're writing a song and we're, yeah. we're doing a cover whatever it may be that was huge you know how, how much over the years over the decades yeah. that you guys have been performing yeah. how much of not even the prep but being in front of an audience how much of that is therapy for you guys <laughs> Yeah. It's an exchange of energy. I mean, yeah. the, the thing about performance is, it's funny because, I, well, I can't speak for Drew on this one. I'm actually quite an introvert, which surprises most people, yeah. and mm. many performers are. Yeah. But I think that is something that feeds so much of who you are because I'm yeah. kind of introverted, because I tend to be a homebody, because I tend to refuel by myself or in my house with just my you know, immediate family. Mm-hmm. Those moments are everything as far as feeding my social outlet. That is the the recharge, the plug-in yeah. to the get you from get performance that. to performance. Yeah. Right. And like I'm not the person that would go like, let's go to a bar tonight and just go meet people. Yeah. Right. So for me, <laughs> yeah, getting yeah. on stage is the place where I get energy from people and lots of people and feel the way people are feeling and interact in a way that is a you know exchange of energy and and when that goes away you do kind of go oh my i've been in my house for a long time yeah (laughs) now drew you play in in how many different how many incarnations are there of the (laughs) drew hall Um, drew hall's a superhero i I, ah, thank you (laughs) i you know i i mean there's really like four active things and then you know other things on the side here and yeah. there like things that are that just pop up every once in a while every couple of years or something like that but you know um ponderosa grove the cheek tones uh, me and anton slash sumatochius uh-huh. which is you know one and the same um and then also working with walt richardson those are my primary right behind you on the oh, yeah, wall look at that. yeah though, yeah. yeah um what, but what uh, show that is. I, yeah what a show that is when oh, i said especially I in like a. uh like at the Raven. Yeah, yeah. That tiny little stage packed to the gills and yeah. all that energy coming off. You walk in and you just get chills. Now, yeah. the so Walt energy is a thing. How, you know? So, how yeah. many, you know, over the past, not, not you know, pre COVID, yeah. you know, 2017, 18, 19, yeah. how many nights a week were, were you on stage somewhere? Usually four. Four is the average. You know, um, and then boom. Nothing. That's gone. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. We went from. Yeah. It was nothing. There was nothing in 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 like March and April, except for thankfully the Raven Pro yeah. live streams. That's was such an important part and of that. Yeah. I, I don't know what in your circles and with your you know your bandmates and your families, but you know I'm, I'm going to what the dialogues I was having with my coworkers, my family. Yeah. I think okay, a month. Right. You know, springtime, right. you know, March. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, well, uh, you everybody know, thought, okay, give it a couple weeks. I yeah. saw on Facebook that, in, you know, this whole thing dies in the sunshine. So when it gets hot, it's going to be. Oh, done. we're going to be fine. Yeah. And then one month became two, two became three. June, hey, we're opening up again. Oh, that only lasted a couple of days. Yeah. 
as it went on and on, looking for outlets, looking for creative ways, looking for ways to do the live streams at different locations. And then somebody started a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> heck yeah. When did that start? Um, well, Was so, that pre? Huh? Was that pre-COVID? No, that was okay. all during... So my kind of COVID trajectory, We this is something we also talk about, is yeah. that it's it was incredible to watch what people's needs were. Yeah. Some people went... You know, I haven't had three months, six months, a year off to really focus on what I want to be doing yeah. ever. Some people went, I know exactly what I want to be doing, but I've never had a time frame where everybody's just sitting and what I was yeah. doing, I can't do. So now I'm going to dive in. Yeah. yeah. Drew and I kind of fell in that latter category. We yeah. looked at COVID as a complete opportunity to just really push the boundaries on anything and everything we'd ever thought about wanting to do, both collectively and individually. Yeah. For me, with the live streams, um, because we were using the Raven Cafe and, and whatnot, um, I had gotten some backing from an investor, and so we became Raven Productions mm -hmm. to create more online content. Coincidentally, that company is rebranding and now going to be called Further West because we found out it was trademarked by somebody in another state. <laughs> yes. like, and this is in no way a slight, so I want to make nope. sure that's very clear. But we were written by her. She very specifically makes Irish lesbian vampire films. And she saw So you're going to have a lot of shared audience. A lot of shared audience. But <laughs> she was not happy with the amount of growth Raven Productions yeah. was seeing. Yeah, right. And so that was infringing on her creativity, I suppose. And so we are now rebranding. We are going to be further west. But what started from there was it was Raven Productions turned into live streaming. Yeah. And it then grew into, wow, we have all these artists who are not working yes. right now who have these incredible stories. And it occurred to me through COVID, I was... I've had the very good fortune of knowing everybody from local musicians that I work with regularly all over the country, all the way up to celebrity yeah. musicians and actors and directors and dancers and choreographers and painters and poets and authors. And, and I said, you know, these stories of working in the arts don't always get highlighted. Yeah. It's always kind of like the you can't make money as an artist vibe, right? And and I happen to know all these people who do. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, you know, for our younger generation and whatnot, I think it's important to keep art alive by knowing there is a pathway. It's not always a straight one. It's not an A to B, but there yeah. is one. So no. that's where my podcast started from. And it fell under the umbrella of the production company that I had erected. And then... From there, as you just so eloquently stated, it was like what was supposed to go to like maybe June. All of a sudden, we were looking in the fall and it was like, will Akronite be yeah. canceled? Will right. the Christmas City be canceled? Will all of our... Right. And so then we turned our sights on Prescott is Arizona's Christmas City. We can't lose Christmas. We have to find a way to <laughs> put it online. Yeah. And we had literally like a three-week window. And so my production company created the first annual Christmas City special, yeah. Yeah. which became an hour-long special about Prescott. And, you know, with, with um, and Drew was a part of it, and Anton, yeah. and everybody that we just mentioned were all a part of it. Um, and so that is where all that transcended through COVID. I just doubled down and got busier. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. because there was an opportunity, one, to do it, and two, these were all things that I had thought about doing prior, but because I was traveling and performing and doing session work and raising a kid and, and helping mm -hmm. my husband's business. Like, and your counterparts are doing the same. Same thing, so how do right. You, right. How do you coordinate up? all yeah. that? Right. So that was an opportunity both individually for Drew and I, but 
collectively for Drew and I and Johan and all our other artist friends, we were like, let's not sit on our hands. Let's get busy. Yeah. Yeah. And we did. And um, so a lot came of it. The podcast came of it. My production company and our, we started a whole music documentary series, which we're just about to nice. release. Yep. Um, we are in production and development on a new children's show. Um, and we also, we have the podcast and we also have, we created the songwriter lab nights. So we created distanced settings where our songwriters could get together and collaborate. Talk about those, those songwriter nights. Is that what you were telling me earlier? That's what I was telling you about in the beginning. Talk about how that works. Cause I, I've been involved with some creative writing things similar to that. Some comedy writing things that are similar to that. Talk about how that what the structure was that, sure. that you guys would do. Excellent. Um, I can start, and then we, we can go from there, I guess. Yeah, yeah um, sure. sure. Um, basically, You've been to every one. You know how they go. Yeah, yeah right. We've done them, right? Yeah. So, but basically, you know, you get a group of songwriters together. In the beginning, a relatively small group of songwriters, mm-hmm. um, just as far as distancing and everything that we needed to do. Put them in groups of three or four. Give them a topic or two. They get to pick two topics. Um, they can use both of them or one of them. And they have to write a song about it in three, three hours. hours. It, and then at the end, that night, of the that night, right? And then at the end, we you have to them. perform it for the other people. Oh, my goodness. Now, now, was this all done with just you guys there? Was there, did you, did you hit record on anything to Everything's recorded. Ah, Everything's recorded. And it's yeah. also video recorded. So okay. my production yep. company, then uh, the whole goal, it, my brainchild is such... The other secondarily, and I shouldn't even say secondarily, but the, the other thing that is insanely important to me is that arts programs continue. Yeah. I'm yeah. raising a child here, and I would feel this way anywhere I live, but the beautiful thing is that Prescott really does champion the arts here, so yeah. I want to make sure that that funding is, yes. is equaling the enthusiasm. So everything that I do, everything that we do as yeah. a band, everything that my production company does... Um, Roughly, generally, about 20 to 25% always goes to the school district for the arts programs. So in this brainchild scenario, my long-term vision is if we do, as we do enough of these, the best 10 songs will be picked every year. And we will make an album for the community of these songs and, you know, donate all of it to the school district, ideally. Fabulous. Um, So, yeah, we record it all. We videotape it all. Um, we are just collecting all that content and you know information so that we can eventually edit it together. But two of the songs on the Ponderosa Grove album came from those songwriting Generated labs. from those yeah. labs. From those, yeah. And what's been so lovely to see is musicians getting out of their lane. You know, everybody here, Drew is an exception. He does play in what feels like an, an, an immense, you know, menagerie of bands because <laughs> and, and every single styles, person yeah. wants, genres, yes, yeah. every single person wants his talent and his brilliance because he can play so many styles, if not all of you, them, you know, incredibly well. You know, he can well. hear you, right? I know, I talk with so much volume, I'm sorry. No, I just, you, that's usually the stuff we don't talk about oh, in front yeah, of yeah. them. Yeah, I shouldn't <laughs> compliment him in front like, of Yeah, right, yeah. I'll, I'll, but yeah. Drew's a unicorn, you know, so everybody, everybody <laughs> wants a piece of that and yeah. I rightfully <laughs> So I'm, I'm also one of those people, um, you know, but, yeah. but this is, but what I have noticed with many of our other songwriters is they write the things they write 
and that's kind of the lane they stay yeah, in. Yeah. And they do their gigs. And, and it's not that they don't support the other artists. And they might go out and be like, yeah, great set, man. But I, I had started to notice that not many people cross-collaborated. People who had known each other for years yeah, and years yeah, and years and true. years. You get different camps. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes that's in venues. It's like, oh, they play at the Cage. Correct. They play at Match. They play at right. the Raven. Correct. And then you got and some people who are just all who over the place. Who are just all over the place. Who are social butterflies, like Drew Hall. He just, you know, goes in a cocoon, comes out a new butterfly for his band. And so that had, it didn't bother me per se, but I couldn't help but feel like when musicians in a music city, which is what I believe Prescott is, when musicians cross collaborate and give their energy and their ideas to each other and make new sounds and new music and grow their own capabilities, community follows. Yeah. Every single time. I've seen it happen in every city I've ever performed in, played in, written in. Every single time when the music community and the art community, it's not just music, when the art community cross-collaborates and starts to be involved with each other, the energy shifts and the community follows. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, you know, every show has double the amount of people because... The song energy is growing and shifting and changing. People are now sitting in on other people's sets who would never have been in those sets before. And now the audiences are now learning more music that they never thought they might like. But because now the person they do like is sitting in with this other band, they're willing to go see it. Um, And so I guess I was looking at Prescott more from a bird's eye view on the capabilities Mm -hmm. that we have. And that's where the Songwriter Lab was born. And much to that point, that's exactly what has started to kind of transpire. You now have Nick Canuel playing with Rachel Beck. But Nick and Steffi Lee Griffin are also working on an EP. You have some of the Scandalous Hands guys working with other people that they had not worked with before. You have the King Copper people working with people that they had not worked with before. Even though they'd known each other their whole freaking lives. Yeah. And and I, now I'm going ah like an evil scientist like it's yeah. coming to fruition. So cool though. And, yeah, the so evil scientist yeah. songwriter lab. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> but also, it's just really fun. Yeah. yeah. It's just really fun, and it's really fun to get to know other artists and to see the way their brains work and their ideas. Um, you know, Stevie, Steve Acker, and and William Dicker were there, and and they right. kind of do a whole different thing. And yeah. They jumped in and wrote these incredible songs, yeah. and and. Uh, Kalina Martin yeah. and Ken Duncan and yeah. I mean Kenny James. I mean we're yeah. getting people from all these different uh, angles. Yeah, and it's so exciting. So let's dive into the album, into the release. Yeah. yeah. What uh, What's the title of it? And when are people going to be able to actually hear, grab a copy? What What's the process? Is it going to be a digital download only? Are they going to be able to pick it's up that? It's going to be everywhere you've ever laid your eyes on any capability of having everywhere. music. Now, now, you gave a kind of a weird look there. Do you have a title for the release? No. <laughs> I want to call it the debut, the debut, uh, the yeah. debut album. Um, sure. I, we haven't actually, we've been okay. so busy mixing the record, we yeah. haven't actually thought gotcha. about what it's called. Yeah. And that may yeah, come... We'll figure that out that, in like two weeks. You know, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it. Before we release it. As you start, because you've, you've written it, you've yeah. performed it you've gone through it the editing process the mixing down of it that's when it may just click where something is so clear that that's what you have to name it or whatever yeah. yeah So twelve tracks. Do you have tracks? ideas about the title? I, I keep, you know what? I, I wish I had a good one. Yeah. I don't right now. I, I'm like 
self-titled works it's first record yeah, yeah. that's okay but you know we'll have to this see this is an interesting debate to put on your podcast <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to figure that out in yeah. my brain, like, I, I'm gonna just tell <laughs> yeah. your audience here's what I would like I yeah. don't know <laughs> that it will turn out this way yeah. because this is a group effort yeah. I think it would be awesome to call it the debut the yeah. second one called the follow-up and the third one called the third record that's actually that's actually <laughs> kind of like cool that. though that's actually cool well, though. because I mean, then you people know, could I mean, be like oh yeah. my gosh I love the debut album and they're like yeah but have you heard the follow-up yeah right that's a good point and then it was like no 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 it's like who Who's on first? What's on second? You know this. It's I like, like no, no, no. Yeah. The third record. I like setting it up for multiple records, so I'm yeah. good with that. I think that sounds cool. <laughs> like you know? We'll run it by I, everybody. I, yeah, we'll I think see. We've I mean, made you know? history. Yeah. Here. It may have just you happened right first. now. You know. Now, it's twelve tracks. Uh, Eleven. Yeah. Eleven. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned some some who are involved in it. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, who the performers are first off, because sure. you've got you've got not only uh, multiple collaborators that you will hear right. but behind the scenes that'll be in the liner notes the writers and, and the inspiration and things so let's talk about the actual performance first Who who's going to be heard on this release so of course Candace and I Johan Glidden we have Kazi Borman on the bass and uh, who is now also in Cheek Tones uh, we have Kazi we have Brian Taylor who is a new friend of mine, but a longtime friend of Candace's that lives in L.A. and performed with us at the Hotel Cafe. And well, I'm trying to get moved here to move right. here. So I had to put him on Brian record Taylor, if you're listening, move, yeah. move to Prescott. Brian Taylor's listening. It's time for you to move to Prescott. Yes. <laughs> um, but so Brian is on the drums, and uh, then we have, uh, of course, Dylan as our engineer. Um, we also have Shawnee Snaketail on keyboards. Um, which is a shift for him, which, which is, is so exciting. You know what's real quick side point about the Songwriter Lab? One thing about playing in a bunch of bands, I never hear anyone else play. Like I never get right, to hear other people because I'm out playing. And I and on break I socialize with people that have come yeah. out to see me. I don't go anywhere. So I had no idea that Shawnee played keyboards, that he sang, that he was a songwriter. I knew nothing plays of guitar, this. Yeah. He plays I yeah, mean, he went to school for arranging. For composing yeah. and arranging. Wow. He plays almost everything, really. Yeah. And his ear was like, I had no and idea. And he's a killer drummer in, yeah. in um, Scandalous, Hands. Scandalous Hands. But I, I thought he was a drummer from Scandalous Hands, and I knew him as a good drummer. I didn't know yeah. anything else about him. That's what's great about the Songwriter Lab. We got put in a group together, and me, him, and Johan wrote a song called... Oh, it's so good. It's, it's called, called It Never, it Never Rains. Rains. It's yeah. so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, and it was cool. And Johan sings lead on it. Johan sings lead on it. And and we just kind of, we were at Mile High Middle School. We were in this little hallway, a um, very nice cavernous sounding hallway yeah. by the library, you know, and uh, just writing the song. And uh, and it's on the record, you know. And and But I didn't know anything about Shawnee until that point. Yeah. Shout out know? to PUSD, by oh, the way. Oh, big time. Because Joe big Howard time. at PUSD yeah. um, is so supportive of my, uh, I say my vision, but it's really a collective vision. Yeah. But he's so supportive of the idea of arts being accentuated yes. and highlighted in this town. He has generously been like, use Mile High, or use the Hendrix Theater mm -hmm. for yep. all the songwriter labs. Yep. However, the school district can be of use with buildings, because no one's in them. Right. Um, yeah. If that furthers this evolution of art, please, by all means. And yeah. the, and then that that thought, that, that mentality, that atmosphere trickles down, because yeah. those kids of his... Yeah, Our talented, great well, hair. Well, Jonah's also a writer on the Jonah's record. Jonah's a writer. Um, Jason will get involved sooner than oh, later. Oh, I'm sure. I've yeah. had Cross-Eyed Possum on this show before. They're so good. Yeah. They were so good. They're handsome. They got great heads of hair. I, <laughs> I know. I want their. They hair. rival Andrew me for the hair it. thing. I know I you think. turds. All we three of you have the hair. Similar I dream of. long hair vibes. Well, and maybe know? Matt dreams of it too. I don't know. Yeah, we don't both know. Maybe dream of that hair. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm not making assumptions. I hate shaving my head. There's a long and involved story of 
why I do. And it, my, right. my, my body basically rejects my hair. I break really? out. Yeah, it's really where it started about 14 years, 13 years ago. Really? I started, no and I found out I, I've got an uncle and some cousins, same thing. Same something thing, in so it's a family. family. Wow. But it didn't something. hit until I was 40. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. And it's just, a, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Right. I interrupted you, Drew. No, 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 no please no, continue. No, I, wanted to, I just wanted to give the shout out to Joe Howard. No, it's he super really, important. as a superintendent mm-hmm. of the school district, he could easily be like, "This is not my thing." Like, no. but he is so on board with making making as much art and music and beauty in this city as possible and that for the kids. Ties That's great. right into what we were talking about earlier, as yeah. far as the the mutual support, right? The wide reaching support that the entire right. community does, and it starts with as as many things do the schools the yeah. kids yeah. Yeah. because the the feeling that kids benefiting from Joe Howard and others his counterparts in the area and benefiting from the the restaurants that that make space available for totally. musicians not just you know again don't take this the wrong way nothing no. wrong with the birdcage no, no no but that's a venue in in a whole different light sure. the mat saloons are yeah. the raven the outdoor venues, the coffee shops that that expose entire families to music and arts totally. and readings Absolutely. and poetry and everything else. Totally. That's what's going to reflect 20 years from now how the community is going to be. That's exactly right. And guys like Joe Howard and his kids with the great hair. Right. They're very talented. <laughs> they yeah. are forming what our Absolutely. communities will be Absolutely. 20, 30, 50 years from now. Which totally. is why it's important to both of us to work with them and the yeah. city. I have to give this sh- a big shout out to the city of Prescott. Absolutely. And I'm sure I will have to give a shout out to the county at some point. Sure. I, we have been met with open arms at every turn great. from every single entity that I can think of um, about encouraging the growth of our 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 artistic scene. That was hard to say, sorry. But you had asked Drew about who's performing on the record, and then I took us on a whole tangent because, you know, I like to keep life totally random. I know I've mentioned it with you, Drew. We're going to have to change the title. I've been doing this, what, six, seven years, and I randomly picked the Mile High Show just because I needed something to plug in and immediately regretted it. Um, I've (laughs) thought about changing it to tangents, just because of the, right. the inability I have to conduct an interview. <laughs> but what, what's nice is that it's we were able to have conversations. Yeah. I always enjoy coming on your yeah. podcast because it's like we just we can have a na- nice natural conversation. Yeah. You know, I think yeah, we were just talking about who was on the record. Who, who else? And I think who? I covered everyone, but I honestly don't know. We just had I have some really talented horn players on the record. Right. You were with them yesterday. I was with them, and oh you had my texted gosh, me, and you so said good. it sounded amazing. But I actually don't know. Paul other, Ruffner. Okay, Paul. Um, I know Paul. I believe he and, was on tenor sax. Okay. Um, or else sax. Now, is Steph he, is he local? Yeah. Yes. Paul? Yeah. Is he part of the Ruffner family that has buried lots of people around here? I, believe, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, just, I'm I don't not 100% sure. I think he might be. I think so. Let's just say he is. Yeah. But sure. let me just tell you, that man is a genius yeah. and so funny. Um, yeah. And Vince Porter was there playing okay. trombone and tuba, which wow. gave me so much joy because that instrument was twice his size. I just now learned there's tuba on the record. That's yeah. great. I'm fanta- yeah. I'm like That's fantastic. Steph. Steph Griffin arranged them for Steph us. Yeah. Griffin, that's the party she, played on There the you show. go. She plays... Trumpet. Uh, trumpet. But she play, doesn't she play... She plays guitar, sings, yeah, everything. Guitar, she oh, yeah. plays yeah. trumpet. She, uh, she's another one like Shawnee. She kind of plays a little a bit of everything. A lot of everything, yeah. Fascinating. She, and she, I, she was a music teacher in our school district for I wasn't exposed yeah. to her until about two years ago. A yeah. year and a half ago. Oh, she's ago. incredible. Yeah. And I 
she, I can't even remember where they were playing, and I was just blown away. Yeah. She did our what, what I was she's hearing. She's incredible. She did yeah. our horn arrangements, and she brought in Vince and Paul. Oh yeah. And they came into the studio yesterday. Most of our songs are basically done. We were just we, horns are kind of the sugar and spice on top, yeah. you know. So talk a little bit about if you can, and yeah. I don't know if you can mm. categorize this as a genre. What 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 will people expect when this is released soon? Yes. What what are they what are they going to hear? Because you're mentioning things. Obviously, we know Drew Hall with his guitar right. playing, right? <laughs> um, drums by who? Did you Brian say Taylor the is the Brian only Taylor. person who is not local, right? But what? Then you start saying, well, and then the tuba and the trumpet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What are we? What what can we as? This is such a as, fun game. I love this. Yeah, it's good. What can we good. expect? So as a starting point, the thing that I think has resonated the most with people who have heard some of the tunes is that I would say we are a 2021 version of Fleetwood Mac with a little more R&B. So a little yeah. bit of like one of our tracks has a little bit of like, you know, stacks element in it. And that's yes. where the horns come yes, in. Yes. It's definitely yes. like a modernized, I would say, kind of a retro 70s rock and roll. When I. Right. Yeah. I think that's that? a good. I, it's almost hard. It's hard to categorize. It's and hard I like to categorize. That. Oh, we've like gotten that. the comparison yeah. not in sound, but into the elements of Queen. Yes. Because uh, yeah. um, the record will showcase a lot of ideas well, in my opinion. Yeah. They, so all together, songs, they all tie together. They all tie together. There's a through line. Some songs are more Fleetwood Mac Tom Petty. Some songs are a little more R&B, maybe, you know, a hair of Motown influence underneath. Yeah, definitely. Um, Wh- which I'm sure we will, because when, when I first saw some of your clips, yeah. Candace, and heard what was coming out of <laughs> you, really evoked the the power of Motown, yes, right, and, and that doesn't go away no matter what no, setting you so, put it in. <laughs> right, right. So, thankfully, so it doesn't you, go yeah, away. It's when you freaking hear awesome. that yeah. combined with a with a a toned down acoustic, it just really kicks it up a notch. When I growing up, you know, we you know, sing music at at parks, at festivals, at fairs, and things yeah. like that. When you walked up and saw, you know, bass, guitar, drums. Keyboards like oh this is gonna be a, when you started seeing oh there's a horn section yeah oh there's a full full outright piano oh there's now congas there's whatever it's like oh right. now you start getting excited You're like this is gonna this is now an event well Ponderosa yeah. Grove so. could very feasibly feasibly be the three of us as a trio yeah. acoustic which we've right. done totally um, which we will be doing at the um, Highland, Highland Center, Center in, in July. In July the yep. three of us stripped down acoustic. Yep. But oh, Ponderosa man. Grove could also very easily be a 12-piece band. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, like, right, yes. 100%. We have lots of gears of which we can go. Yeah. You know? I think that's the cool part. Like, a lot of different gears. And the, the other thing of that, too, is when somebody comes and sees you and Anton right. in whatever version you're playing, it, they kind of know... Not not to say that it's predictable, but they know. No. Oh, this is what I'm gonna. This is absolutely what I'm gonna get. yeah. It's it's so a very guitar centric kind of vibe. Yeah. With Ponderosa Grove, you got to go to every show because you don't know what's gonna happen. Yes, basically. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, okay. yeah. absolutely. And so, the songwriting, fortunately, I feel very lucky. It's it's so easily inspired. When we get together, songs come really quickly because. Yeah. You have one or two or three elements of songwriters. If we're just talking about the core of, of yeah. Drew, Johan, and myself, yeah. you have 
multiple outlets in which we, Drew and I write together every week pretty yeah. much. So like there are ideas that flow there. Johan and I get together probably every couple weeks and there are ideas that flow there. Then the three of us get together. There are ideas that flow there. Yeah. Then any one of us like Johan and Drew and Shawnee wrote and right. there were ideas that <sighs> flow fly there. I've yeah. written with Johan and his sister which creates a whole different... Yeah, so yeah. you have and I've written with you know Jonah Howard a number of times now and, and Keenan Hammock now yeah. and, um, and Steffi Lee and... You see what I'm saying? It yeah. like it continually Every, evolves. Everybody, yeah. this is amazing for anybody listening that is not familiar with Prescott and has yeah. not cruised the Prescott you area. You want to come now? Yeah, well, everybody, absolutely. Everybody you just mentioned on any given night when things are open, yeah, are are you'd bump into them walking down the sidewalk. Oh yeah, and they're absolutely. all the most down to earth, amazing humans. They're ever. all here. It's a lot of in talent. This, yeah. tiny this is a little music town. city. Yeah. It's crazy people don't know it. It is a small. We are a small Austin. Well, don't we are tell a small everybody. Aspen. I know, don't but I kind of want everybody. them just to know a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we are a small Austin. We are a small Aspen. We are a small, you know, anywhere. Yeah, Philly, uh, Nashville. Yeah. So we're looking at. You've got uh, your your writing lab videos and audio. You've got your podcast, mm -hmm. which is titled what? The Creative Convergence. And that is available where? Everywhere. 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 And the yeah. video aspect of that is on the on We YouTube. actually don't do a video aspect. I thought you did. I what know. was I watching? I have no idea. Probably me saying, hey, on video, no, I have no, a podcast. You were doing <laughs> some things in, in, in uh, Raven Sound Studios. You were doing some little one-on-ones and some live stuff, too. Yeah. I don't, but it wasn't probably the podcast. Okay. It, it could have been the music docuseries we're filming. I might have leaked a clip on that. Okay, or maybe um, the cover series. Or from the cover series previous we years. did from previous years. Where are people? Where can people find that stuff? It's well, much of it is about to be released in the okay. next like month. No. Um, we've been compiling it all so that when we release, we have okay. a nice regular series gotcha. of stuff. Yeah, the the creative convergence is out. It's Spotify, Apple, and just like yours, okay. yeah. And that one. No, is no, people listen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> people listen to yours too, which is why we are here. Absolutely, we are very clear on that. That's right. Um, and uh, you know, the, and and that we love you on top of that. But so, so go go. You've got the the release coming out when? Now this is going to be. We'll talk about this off. Yeah. But yeah. as far as the date, we're going to be releasing this leading up to the the release of yep. the of the June eighteenth is the magical date. So June. Um, so going forward from June forward, you've, you mentioned the Highland Center yeah. in July. Yeah. Where else are you planning? Have you got anything locked down yet? Or is Not it, locked down. Okay. Lots of, we're, we have a few festivals we're yeah. in negotiations with right now. Um, pretty much this is going to sound arrogant, so please don't take it that way, anybody listening. We are pretty much strategizing and aiming and only playing kind of larger scale uh -huh. venues. Yeah. Mainly because Drew has a family. Yeah. I have a family. Right. Johan is a very busy guy. And, you know, if we're going to go play shows, we just want to play big, fabulous yeah. shows. Yeah. And you are all also playing in all your other incarnations and, Correct. and, and everything exactly. else. Yeah. So, right. so right now we are in talks on, on a big, um, as the festivals are coming back into the late nice. part of the year in 2022. Yeah. So you'll be seeing Very a nice. lot of us in 2022, probably internationally even. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're working on getting over to Europe for a couple of festivals. Oh, and yep. we'll be down in the South. We are working on a couple of festivals in the Phoenix, Tempe, Tucson area. Yep. And, you know, a broader from there on, possibly in uh, Louisiana yeah. as well. Absolutely. So, Very nice. So, yeah, we will be announcing all of that stuff. But it's all, everybody's a little 
you know, soft stepping on dates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Booking so booking is a little the, tricky. The two yeah. concrete dates we have right now are the June eighteenth. We're taking over the downtown square. We're closing off. Oh, good nice. Oh, we yeah. have a booze garden. We have a kids zone. We have live artists. We have magicians. We are. I mean, it's gonna be like a. It will be like a music festival. Yeah. We have Gloria Ariano opening Fantastic. at six. We hit at six forty five. Then on the further west second stage in the booze garden, we have King Copper playing yep. at nine. Oh it's man! Be a whole yeah. day and wh- okay, when is this now? Friday, so, June eighteenth. Friday, so, June eighteenth. Yeah. So, having said that, we hadn't really hammered down when. Let's make sure we release this before that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 without a doubt. Yes, okay. yeah, that's for sure. Fantastic. But it's basically going to have a festival vibe. It's going to be really oh, cool. Oh man, nice, be really awesome. Nice. And again, the city has been so lovely. Like no, they've yeah. been like, please do it. We're open. Fantastic. Let's go. Fantastic. Yeah. Everybody needs to remember what Prescott is now. So people are going to be able to get this on a download through iTunes, through Spotify, no All doubt. Yeah. What about hard copy? Are you going to be having them available? Are they yeah. going to we be? We will be selling them CDs on the square as well, and we're going to do enough of a run. But but what we've learned is that there's only a handful of yeah. people left that still have CD players anywhere. Yeah. Right. But we will have those available. We will also have custom order vinyl. That's what I was going yes, to ask. Yes, yeah. yes. Did we did we talk about that the other? Who was I don't I know if we did. Yeah, yeah. I was talking with somebody about. But vinyl, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because that, uh, but that's not something that I that I collect. Yeah. yeah. But the, I do. Yeah, yeah I, I do as say, well. The, yeah. The, the those with an ear do. Yeah. And not for no other reason. I I love CDs. I still have them in my yeah. cars. Yeah. I, I play them at home. But there's nothing like opening up the cover. Pulling right. the paper out yes. like I used to do and reading the liner notes. Yep. Looking at the pictures. Just, yeah. No doubt. Being able to find out about who was contributing it, to this, right. who wrote what, fantastic! You yeah. So we're gonna cover, and we're gonna have on June eighteenth. We'll also have merch, so you'll be able to get Great. really cool Ponderosa Group T-shirts. Yeah, um, we'll have the the CD sales. We'll have the capability of all the downloads on the spot. We are actually gonna do nice. a big raffle. Um, with Grey Dog Guitars, they're going to let us raffle off one of their guitars, and we're going to yep. get Another gift cards local. from... Yep. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to be able to raffle off gift cards from Founding Fathers, The Raven Cafe, Taj Mahal, yep. uh, Farm Provisions, and with if anybody buys one of our CDs at the show, they automatically get a raffle ticket, and then if they want to buy additional raffle yeah. tickets, that'll just be for like a small extra charge, yeah. but... So our goal is to get this music in people's hands in every possible way we can. What a powerhouse in the production company, in the multimedia, the audio, the <laughs> video. I'm just a the lunatic. Live shows. It's really <laughs> and fortunately, other lunatics like Drew Hall, oh, who are yeah. equally talented, are, are see see what I see, and we just team up, and then we are even stronger and, and more capable. It's a strong collaboration. Yeah. You know, I, I'm very glad to be a part of it. You know, uh, on, shift gears a little bit on personal sure. note. I'm looking over Candace's shoulder on the wall. Anybody that knows you, that follows you knows a very big component of your family is Disneyland. Yes. I know that to be a fact. You have two kids? I have two. Two daughters, yeah. Two daughters. Youngest is... uh, Nine. Nine. And then I've met your older daughter. I'm sorry. Her name is... is Rosalind. She's 16, yeah. I've met her several times. I was doing a recording at Cuppers a few weeks ago, and she walked past, and she had no recollection of ever meeting (laughs) me before. (laughs) But she runs into this all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, I was with Ted Leonard. Oh, okay. Yeah, she she knows Ted. Oh, yeah. Ted's doing all our sound for the the shows, too. He's doing it. Well, this will have already happened. He's running sound for a show we're doing Saturday and at the end of May. 
that uh, any chance I get to spend being in the proximity of Ted Leonard, I I grab onto. Absolutely, it's always a good Guys time. It is. It's it always is. a good time. Now, I I know large parks like Disneyland. I know the the just from knowing you, Drew, and following you on social media. The yeah. the. Uh, the family aspect of what you guys do, you and your wife and your daughters as a family, yeah. is hugely important to who you are. Absolutely. Shifting yeah. gears a little bit personally, how 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 did the fa- how has the family been this past uh, 14, thank, 15 thank months? Thank you for asking. Um, pretty good. Yeah. I would say pretty good. You know, it says a lot of adjustments. The school yeah. situation is a massive adjustment. Um, you know, um, and for my wife and, and just everyone, it's it's definitely been a challenge. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been fortunate that I've been able to do the majority of the things I normally would do even throughout. Because yeah. we, you know, between us, you know, working on songwriting and working on the record and having all of that happen and playing every rooftop parking lot, whatever <laughs> it may be, throughout the majority of the time, I've, I've kind of almost been uninterrupted except for a couple of months and I'm fortunate for that. For family, it's a little harder. There's less that they can do but so many things like you said Disneyland. Like they, Disneyland just reopened on Friday but yeah. 20% California residents only. It's going to be a slow process even for us to get to do those kind yeah. of things. You know. How did they How did they react or how did they adjust to schooling whether it was online or home or whatever they were doing when it was in a series? It's, it's hard. Yeah, I, I definitely. I think it was a challenge. I they they rose to the occasion, but it was hard. Now um, you you, know. you are a teacher in music. Yeah, um, a friend of our Sky Conwell. Yeah. He, he teaches music, but he was also a, a math professor for <laughs> decades. Well, I didn't know that. See? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I did not know that. He was a teacher in the Phoenix school system huh. for a long time and, huh. and tutored math. The for, more you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Which. To me, is worse than a foreign language. Anything, anything <laughs> past ten, language. I'm taking my shoes off. Yeah. Um, so you, you're a teacher. That's yeah. what you do. That's one of the hats you wear. Yeah. Does that extend past music? Uh, no, no. Okay. It's, so I, I, I've been music all sixteen, junior. Uh, it's for my daughter. You mean? Yeah, or she's, a she, she's a sophomore. Sophomore. Yeah. The younger daughter. I'm sorry. You. She's just in third grade. Yeah. Third grade. She's nine. Yeah. How are completely serious question? Yes. How are you on third grade schooling? Horrible. Yeah. My wife is. If Rachel, Rachel is all her. Did she I, take absolutely? Take, yeah. Okay. I don't. I. I. I don't even like. We talk about math. I don't. I don't even understand. It's another language. What math is now versus when math when I was a kid? Yeah. No idea. My yeah. son's like, in clueless. Fifth grade. I have no idea. Yeah. So when this happened and he came home, it was fourth grade. And I was completely lost. Now, my office is my home. Yeah. My wife works a, uh, a, she works out of the home. She works sure. with Town of Chino. She's, you know, 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. four days a week. Sure. So the bulk of schooling wow. fell on it's me. Dad, yeah. And uh, I feel sorry for my son. He is not <laughs> going to be. <laughs> yeah, but kudos to all the parents. Oh, and my gosh. Going through, pa- you know. I am com- have have earned badges of honor for sure. His English, fine. He would, but you know, he'd be going through some schoolwork and even the art aspect. Because I, I'm a photographer by trade. Yeah. I can do that. I can't draw a circle <laughs> if a gun was pointed at my well, head. I can take it's a picture. Not of one. Help. Yeah, I can yeah, yeah, right, yeah. English, I can help him with. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of writing. I've written a lot. I was yeah. with the paper for many years. So, you know, yeah, I, I know all the letters. Yeah. What, 26, yeah. 27? I don't even know. <laughs> but I know. It hasn't I've changed got... as much as the math has, yeah. So. And he would be working and go, okay, well, that's your next. Well, I'm going to wait for mommy for that. Yeah. He would <laughs> rather. 
Yeah. He would Good. rather do schoolwork at seven, eight o'clock at night right. than have me help him. <laughs> it well. was bad. It was bad. Math was horrible. Uh, Bodhi, right? Bodhi. Bodhi. I'm very lucky. We his birthday is right in on the cusp of of September, where <clears throat> he would have turned five going okay. into kindergarten, and so we just kind of made the without knowing about COVID, um, just. Being a boy and being high energy and yeah. being, a, I was like, most kids turn six in kindergarten, yeah. and he would have turned five at the beginning and not turned six, and so I, I was that way because I was born in December. So we decided to wait a year and put him in kindergarten, turning six, and um, that worked out really well for us. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I was actually nice. in hindsight, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad we had decided that early on, just because. He got another year at home, and yeah. COVID was not an issue for us. Yeah. I, I tell, with and the, also, I didn't know how he would start learning school on a computer. Yeah, like, we're not big screen time people, and I I have no judgment of parents and how they parent. For our household, we're not big screen time people. We tend to go get outside and, and climb a tree. And, and parents yeah. jump on a horse. Jump on a, yeah. I well, know we have those. Yeah, jump on a horse. Absolutely. So we're like go right? ride yeah. a horse yeah. or go throw a ball for the dog or go get dirty in a mud puddle. Anything but sitting in front of a TV for hours on end. So because we've made that our primary focus in his like, you know, little toddler years, yeah. it was, I couldn't fathom. I had so much empathy for the parents. I, I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to take a child who spends most of his days outside yeah. and then all of a sudden go sit in front of a computer yeah. and yeah. learn what it's like to have a teacher. So he yeah. was in preschool, but preschools were considered um, daycare. Yeah. Right. So our preschool did not close, which was lovely, but he only had, you know, four to six kids in his class. But he still had that interaction. But he had the interaction and yeah, he was still more. learning now, you know, you the have alphabet. A, you have extended family here too as well, right? Your your parents? Just locally? my parents, okay. yeah, just my parents. So um, a little bit more than just... His, with my and wife they and were I. thrilled because they yeah. were like, we got our grandson a ton right now. And again, they, and the, yeah. silver lining. Silver lining. So, yes. and, and that's kind of what, what, I, what I was able to do. Again, my office is home. Yeah. yeah. Typically, in the past, I would... Drop him off. I get my wife leaves before we get up. She's yeah. gone at six a.m. Yeah, yeah. Five quarter to six. So at six thirty, seven o'clock, I'm getting up, getting him breakfast, getting him ready to go, dropping him off at school. Then I go to work. Yeah. yeah. Then I'd pick him up, and we'd spend a couple hours together. And then I'd go work at night. Right. Yeah. So it was more hectic. Now I still the same same as with but you guys. Fortunately, my, at least manageable. Yeah. 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 And yeah. my and, and my schedule is my own. So right. it's very That's flexible. What I mean. You're very lucky that way. Very fortunate. And then this past year, my wife is in IT. So as they sent all the employees home, right. they said, no, you're gonna stay and now we're gonna get all the maintenance done that we couldn't do because people were at work. Sure, right. Mm -hmm. So one aspect, yeah, everybody else got to go home and still get a paycheck. Right. She had to keep going to work, but we had no interruption in income. Right. Mine actually picked up because the entities I work for needed to get press releases out, out for right. schools closure, town buildings right. closure. Right. So Silver we lines. never had that interruption. Yeah. And at the same time, I got to spend 20 hours a day with my son, who I only got to see three or four hours a day right. before that. And then my wife has to fix all the stuff that I damaged throughout the week. <laughs> <laughs> School-wise. partnerships and are great, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. One person just, yeah. you know, kind of throws some colors and chalk <laughs> and whatever, and the other parent comes home and goes, oh, okay, now we're going to work on math. And you then know? going right. back to Ponderosa Grove, the Ponderosas, yeah. 
when school wasn't in session, when, you know, during the summertime and when, and the, the way we adjusted our schedule, we saw parts of this forest that I've never right? seen. Yeah. And I've been here six, I got here in 04, yeah. but yeah. I work a lot, you know, six, yeah. seven right. days a week. So, you know, we'd go Goldwater. I knew Goldwater. Right. Yeah. I was fine. Not finding. I was being directed to by some friends of ours. Little swimming holes off the Hacienda down into right. Wilhoit. I know. The Verde we, River. Our area is magical. Yeah. yeah. And so he got to see these things that normally he's hearing his friends talk about. And then, you know, we're actually got to. Anyway. So again, it's, silver yeah. linings. Silver linings. And, and I encourage people to focus on those because yeah. it's easy to let yourself dumpster dive into all the sadness or to the heartache or to the yep. tragedy yeah. or to the fear. And um, that is not to take away from its validity. Yeah. But think about how much better you'll feel if you focus on the things that you go, I never got to spend yeah. that much time with my son. Or there are places I didn't get to see that are road trips away that yeah. were outdoors or that I got to write those songs that I had not made time to write before yeah. or that, you know, my wife actually got to still go to work and get a consistent paycheck and I got bigger paychecks. Yeah. Like it, there are so many things that in turn were also positive. And, and I think for our own mental health, it's, maybe a little bit wiser to focus on those. And yeah. and the fact that we live here in not only in Yavapai County, but in this part of Yavapai County, yeah. Yeah. I could not imagine if it. we were living where oh. I used to live, you know, oh, where, gosh. you know, zero property line. Yeah. You know, right. can you, you know, being in being in lockdown on Thomas and the 17 would be horrible. <laughs> right. Here we're on quote unquote lockdown. Well, that means that we're on the acre we live on. Right. right. And we get in the car, the three of us, the two of us, me and right. my son, or the three of us, the family, and go to the Verde River. Yeah. And we're a quarter mile away from the next person. Well, and the one thing that I saw our community do as well is that, you know, maybe not initially at the very beginning, but I think a lot of people, we live in such a beautiful, our weather is temperate and amazing. We have incredible outdoors. Yeah. Like you said, so many people were like, I am going to go walk around the lake. I am yeah. going to get my vitamin D and my sunshine, whether I'm wearing a mask or, you know, the, again, yeah. personal choice. But I saw so many of our people actually use our beautiful yes. environment and then, to stay sane. At the end yeah. of the summer, they opened up the lakes for swimming. They did? <laughs> yeah, you didn't hear I didn't know that. I didn't know that. All the Prescott National Forest lakes were open, all of them. The Lynx, Granite Basin. So we can swim Mingus, in those now? Yeah. Oh, this is exciting. See, there you go. Yeah. And I didn't not, know. Not I'm, Goldwater. Yeah. Goldwater's a city lake. Right. But oh. the Prescott National Forest, which is Lynx. Horse Thief, which is down. I, we haven't been. That's haven't our been next no, trip. Yeah. That's like, uh, uh, what's the old ghost town? Cave Cave Creek. Uh, uh, yeah. Bloody Basin so. area. Yeah. Bloody Basin. Yeah. Yeah. Cave that, Creek, yeah. That, what's that? What's that saloon? They play music. They have music out there. You got to do like the uh, four I mean, by I'm four. I'm forgetting though. off the top of my head, but I know. I know what you're talking about. Town. I've been the, there. Yeah. Close by. Well, there's I'm a camping with there the lake. As soon as I can. Mingus, yeah. which is a mud puddle up on the top, but it has good. No. Literally, it's dried up on years. Yeah. But I tell you, we shouldn't say it because it's the best thing. Granite Basin Lake. Basin Lake. That's yeah. right by my house. I love it. Are you, and nobody's ever there. I, th I'm there. So we, we, <laughs> went, we go there I'm there. If you want to find the me, go there. Yeah, that's where I'll be. You can swim in there. Yeah. You can swim at Lynx, which is fantastic. Yeah. And they did that right at the end of summer. So, you know, what a, what a blessing that was just to be oh able to get gosh. out yeah. and, uh, and throw my son in the water and laugh because he doesn't swim. No, he's a good Neither do I. I don't, I, don't, I don't know any of this stuff because I don't swim. Uh, like I mean, this is like do confessions. You know how to swim? I do not know how to swim. Well, See? you don't know how to swim, right now. So Candace is learning this right now on the do podcast. Do your children know how to swim? Uh, not really. No, 
Well, Do we I, need to have a band swim lesson? Game? I, we, yeah, well, Gigi Gonaway's already got me on this, yeah. right? So he has a pool at his house in Coolidge, and, and I'm Let's go committing down there to this, and, right? And I'm going to learn how to swim. Yeah. But here's what, so long story short, I grew up in New York. I grew up yeah. in the city. The swimming options were very limited. Hudson River. Um, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, you know that Billy, we didn't start the fire, Billy Joel? Yeah, you yeah know? that's on. Hypodermics on the shore, China's under martial law. Well, guess, yeah. guess where those hypodermics yeah. were? Our beaches. Yeah. 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 So there really wasn't any place to go. I mean, our beaches were ticks or hypodermic well, needles. Well, now you live in the forest. I know, right? Drew. But, you know, but then you hit a certain age and you go, I don't need it. Can I learn how to swim? I mean, am I supposed to learn how to swim in my 30s? Or when I, you know, it's like, so eventually, so funny thing. The answer is yes. I guess, right? The answer (laughs) is yes. I don't stick your feet in the water. I mean, not that you're going in the water, but just (laughs) like, what if you're on a cruise ship and it sinks? You need to know how to swim. So I'm going to learn. anyway. (laughs) But then what, you know, then I I envisioned myself going to like the YMCA to learn and like me and five year olds, you know, that's going to be awkward, right? And Bodie probably knows how to swim better than me. I think that could be a really fun reality show. Oh, I think it would be a great reality show. your production company. Yeah, right. Learning, learning how to swim with Drew Hall. But no, it's, it's a funny thing. It's like I just never, you know, it never came up. We never did it. It was wasn't the activities we did. Our activities involved a lot of baseball playing and guitar yeah. playing, and that was like all we. I did, mean, that makes you know? sense. You know, right? It totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But we need Not to funny. make that happen. Yeah, right. Granite, Granite Basin. It's, oh it's there's it's mo- don't, most don't of tell people. Yeah, yeah. You told me that about Prescott. Don't tell ah. about my secret spot. Well, don't go happen. there because I'll be there learning how to swim, swim and it'll be yeah. awkward and uncomfortable, and you don't want to be there. For You'll that. actually learn to you swim know? quickly there because the water's <laughs> cold. So you'll be like, <laughs> no, battle, 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 battle. I live. I was about thirty miles from Santa Cruz Beach in, in yeah. the Bay Area, and and that, that water was cold. Really that cold. water was cold. These up here are nice. My wife knows how to swim, so like at least there's that. You know, she's helped the girls, and the girls are learning stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I have to learn eventually, but you know, isn't that funny? So I knew nothing about this. You know, that's like the things but, you learn, right? Don't the things you learn. Those feet in the water. You got to take off the boots. I know that's the other hard part. I I am a hard hard shoe person. You know, oh, so I'm not. I don't even I, wear sneakers. Man. I, I never. You've never I, seen me wear sneakers. If I'm sneakers. if I don't yeah. have to. Yeah. And I almost didn't today because I, you know, figure no video. Right. I very rarely wear shoes and socks. Yeah. So you're done. She flip flops. Yeah. yeah. But I run hot. That's part of it. Like I would much rather have, like I, you know, because the most amount of heat comes out of your feet and your head, right? I don't know. Does it? Yeah. I Probably. I think I know your head for sure. Way. Absolutely. Well, that's yeah. why, like, when well, you're cold, they say put on a hat to hold the heat. Well, in. speaking right. of running hot. Yeah. Let's talk about the Crocs. Oh my gosh! What? <laughs> I, yeah, please, let's do. I am the biggest. I'm. I'm. Itching for a Croc sponsorship. Yeah. I have. Um, these are I have these are rainbow sherbet. I'd say. I have traded you know? in my five inch heels for Crocs, <laughs> and I, I do not feel bad about it at all. Um, they are it, not attractive you, shoes, have you but decided? guess what? They are so. Have you decided on album cover art yet? Because my shoe, right, the shoe could be. <laughs> my shoe. Ponderosa Grove Crocs could be a thing, by the way. I'm, I'm I am working I'm on Crocs go, sponsoring Ponderosa Grove. Branding. Yes, Seriously. we need to be the Croc band. Hashtag, I am fine with know. this. I want to give everybody that has ever listened to our music ever a pair of Crocs. Yeah. They're the best things ever. Yeah. If I could get like a like a Ponderosa Grove shade of green, whatever. Absolutely. You know, See, um, I would ha- I would convert the universe into they. Don't, you know, if even if you don't want to wear them full time, everyone should have a pair. <laughs> I even everyone own a should pair. have a pair. I do. I own a pair. I I, it never I, goes out of the house. They're great in the water. I have never never been a Croc wearer. My my <laughs> footwear, no joke. 365. See, I do know some math. 365. Yeah. Right. You figure 150, 175 days a yeah. year. For decades, and this this it kind of ties into the two for a dollar tacos at Jack in the Box. Right. 
Never changed. Now they're like a buck fifty. Blew right. me away. For decades, Walmart flip flops ninety eight cents a pair. Makes sense. Yeah. The little yeah. disposable. Disposable. Yeah. I wear them until they are see through on the bottom. I get Those about six, six pairs um. a year. I spend six dollars, and that's what I wear. And then two years ago, my wife shamed me into spending four ninety nine for what? a pair of flip flops <laughs> that have a thicker. She goes, "You're always tracking in the goat heads, and right, right, those right. got a hole in it." And right. she'll throw them away. I'll pull them out of the garbage. But you like them, right. so I bought four ninety nine uh, uh, fake leather flip flops at Walmart. Wow. Walmart, not a sponsor of the podcast, and uh, <laughs> I, wear, I wear them every day. And they've lasted two years, so that was the best five dollars I ever spent. There you go. There but flip flops are it. I, Crocs never had a well, pair. Well, and never, here's the never. thing: I have not super wide feet, but I have slightly wider feet than the average bear, I guess, like medium wide feet. I don't. know. I have what they call Fred Flintstone feet. Yeah, mine are a little. <laughs> I have like short toes, like Flintstoney, you know. But you have toes. I know. Cool. But the thing that I love about Crocs is they they um, support my high arches very well. They are also designed well for any width of foot because right. they're very comfortable they breathe you can get air through them so your feet don't sweat to death they can go in any terrain i'm telling you they are the ideal me. shoe oh, wow i may have to upgrade. i mean don't i thought that 98 to, like, cent to 4.99 yeah was a big jump right. i may have to go croc yeah go full blast but they, I, they last <laughs> forever because it's like they're look they're like they're so, Where it's they a go? solid chunk of rubber yes yeah, that's all it is is a solid rainbow chunk of rubber. colored rubber yeah. all right i know you guys got to go we're coming up on the time uh, know where we're at. Again, where first off on Drew Hall, we, we'll get into the yeah. band. But Drew Hall, yes. Where can folks find out about you? What you do in this space we're at? Where you're playing? All that good stuff. Social Easiest media, web, is, whatever. Yeah, just my Facebook page, Drew Hall, or my Instagram, Drew Hall Guitar. On Instagram, I post everything, everything yeah. that's going on. My, you know, gigs and kids. That's are, all it is. Are yeah. you currently yeah. taking on new students? I'm not right now. Okay. Now, I I do have a waiting list, and so you know, I do have people contacting me to get on the waiting list, but you know, gotcha. people move and things like that. But yeah, I'm not currently uh, taking new students at this particular moment. But that can change. It changes. And for for those of you that are obviously music fans, is why you're listening to this. His your 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 student list yeah. is the farm league for this area's music scene well thank you some so, it was it who was it was it johan no was it somebody that was one of the first times we recorded hmm. you had some students playing and they were like 14 15 years old it might have been johan it, well it actually because this was maybe when we were doing play it forward stuff could have uh, been yeah been yeah it might have yeah. been jay cannon might have been johan at, 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 at the younger age you know kids with talent and good hair those are the three well, things that i hate one thing I, <laughs> one thing i noticed and i just thought about this while we were talking earlier that i on the ponderosa grove record there whether they be writers or players there are four of my former students on the record Man, I just and I'm just thinking about it because, of course, Johan. Yeah, but you know the thing is, is that they're peers now. Yeah. they're not students anymore. They're peers, you know. But so you got Johan, who's a big part of the record. Kazi, big part of the record. Both were students of mine, as well as Jonah, and Keenan, were also students of mine. As a matter so, of fact, there's the Keenan Hammock poster on my wall right there. Yeah. What a, there's one with him in a cowboy hat, the Prescott Opry. You know what? A, what yeah. a testament to the the 
atmosphere fostering the arts in this area. And sure. Steffi's a student of yours. Yeah, she, I mean, she is. I a mean, contemporary, but, you know. I can't take like credit for her, but she was already like developed as a player before. Right. But, you know, yes, that's but true. Yeah, she that's does right. Still she does lessons, take lessons. You know? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Testament to the atmosphere of what's fostered in this area and his teaching. Yeah, abilities. he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> all the time. Man. There is a well. Thank you. you. There, there. Thank you for that, all, both of you. But there is a satisfying, like watching yeah. Johan or or Kazi tracking, like playing on the record. And it, there is no thought of well, these are my students, and I got to coach them to do this. They are They're already so good. Pff, yeah. amazing. Both of them are so amazing good. talents. And it's like watching them work in the studio. It's like that is really really cool to observe. I forget about it except for a few moments where I imagined like miniature young Kazi. Yeah. Although Kazi was like my height probably when he was ten. Yeah. So, but I mean whatever you know. And he's there you know playing bass and just killing it. And I'm just he's like man. So funny. And he's hilarious. He's like one so of the funniest funny. people you ever meet. You know. And Candice Divine, where yes. can folks see your your same thing, Art. Instagram at Candice Divine, two A's and Divine with an E instead of two I's. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you're finding other people who have other professions. Other yeah. lines um, of work. Uh, yeah, yeah, other lines of work yeah. that <laughs> fall into the late night hours. Oh, yeah, right. And um, Ladies of the make Night. A note, make a note of that. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um, it's the beauty of being a writer. Uh-huh. Your Google search is right. research. Yep. Yes. Exactly. And on Facebook, yep. I'm Candice Divine Music. And, uh, you know, Google, Candice Devine, gotcha. you'll find me anywhere. Now, wh- where can folks find out about Ponderosa Grove? Well, one thing I encourage everybody to do is if you go to ponderosagrove.com, spelled just as go. it sounds, you yep. can sign up for the email list, in which case roughly once a month or so we'll put out a newsletter just with all the dates and everything else we're doing. But we would love if you would follow our Instagram, which is at Ponderosa Grove, and follow our Facebook, which is at Ponderosa, Ponderosa Grove Music. Yeah. Beautiful. Anything else you guys want to hit? June 18th. June 18th. June 18th. On the square. On the square. On the Multiple square. Sca- stages, it sounded like. You got- well, we have we have the main stage, which will be, we're, we're doing this in tandem with the summer concert series of uh-huh. the city. So we'll be on the main stage on Gurley Street, facing the courthouse. Um, Glory Ariana will be opening at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. But at 4, come early, because at 4 p.m. the kids yeah. zone opens. So we're going to have rides and bouncy houses provided by Hero Party Rentals. And then we will also have a mechanical bowl and a gyroscope. So (laughs) for the adults who drink I learned about two things today. (laughs) Tuba on the record and a mechanical bull at the show. I did not know this. I didn't know about the mechanical bull. I did not know. So I'm, I'm... I already was excited, but we're at another level now. <laughs> June eighteenth on the square, complete yeah. festival atmosphere. Yes, no. starting at four o'clock. Music Great. starts at six. We go on Ponderosa Grove record release show at six forty-five, and yep. then King Copper in the Booze Garden on the further west stage at nine. Nice, nice. And we'll be hanging out, watching King Copper after our yep. show. Yep, and, you know. and hanging out and talking Great. to people. So. Yep. Well, go ahead. Oh no, no, no. I was gonna say. No, I was say thanks, Drew Hall, for yeah. sitting down. In your space here. May no. I give one other please, small plug? Please, please. Yeah. Um, Jersey Lily is also being one of our sponsors oh, yeah, that's yeah. coming in, as well as Grey Dog Guitars. But they are doing wristbands that if you show your ID for the Booze Garden and you get a wristband for not only Friday, but also Saturday, I believe mm-hmm. they're doing a dollar or two off oh, drinks nice. for anybody who's a Ponderosa Grove fan. Very nice. So again, our city's getting involved. Showing the support yes. that... Uh, that and, and again, you know, we, we there's a couple of things... 
that are happening between you know two three weeks ago leading up to June. Yeah. Uh, a couple of you know, Prescott Valley has a big thing going on. There's a blues festival going on. But compared to what we're normally seeing out here, especially on the square, uh, people are, are they, they are hungry yes. for some entertainment. Absolutely. And if we can do that safely outside yeah. on the square, that whole summer series is kicking off. This is probably one of the this early ones. This is going ones. to be the this first is, one. This is the yeah. big the, kickoff. This is the Very reopening nice. of Prescott. And I, I just feel bad. I, I keep leaving everybody out. So many people have been involved. Founding Fathers is doing mixology on the square. Yep. The Raven Cafe is providing beer and wine. We're going to have Farm Provisions doing food. We're going to have, I believe, Taj Mahal yep, doing we're food. We're working on that. Uh, we're working on that. We're also going to, I believe, Barry at El Gato will be doing food. Like, there will yeah. come all day. Yeah. What a fantastic yeah. thing. So Everybody's getting involved, and we just want everybody to win and have a great time. June 18th, June 18th. on the square. Yep. Yeah. Chance for you to support the band, support yep. the other surrounding musicians, support the businesses that are supporting you guys. Correct. By drinking some drinks, eating some food, playing some games, yeah. and it's listening to some great music. It's an exciting thing, too, because these songs, as we've been writing them and developing them and recording them, I am so excited for everyone to get to hear them oh, in, yeah. their, in their their recorded version. We've we've done um, really cool acoustic things. We yeah. did one from Candice's house uh, that we've been putting out there, and, and they've been getting to hear the songs as they develop, but the getting to hear the record as, as we're listening to yeah. mixes and we're in the experience <laughs> of doing it. I'm, I'm so excited for people to to get to hear what we've been hearing and what's been developing since we went in the studio in the beginning of February and, and all the, the writing nice. process when that song comes to life. It's such a cool thing, and I'm so excited to share it with oh, everyone. So, you know? yeah. so this will be as big a surprise to the listeners as it is for me. Right. What you heard on the intro and what you're going to hear in a moment right. is a cut from this, and they haven't told me which one it's going to be yet, so that'll be for you guys to decide. Yeah. Okay. So thanks, Drew Hall, Thank you. Candace Devine, for sitting down Thank and talking you, with Matt. us. This yep. show has been brought to you by Gum on the Hand and, and, <laughs> Ra- and, and Rainbow Crocs. Crocs. Everyone. And the upcoming uh, reality show, I'm guessing it'll probably be on Bravo. Yeah, Drew, watch how to swim. swim. Yeah. <laughs> Drew learned it'll be like the swim. Brett Michaels show, but <laughs> instead of like groupies, it'll be swimming. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. So if you've ever wondered, yeah, yeah you'll see how Drew far. With a if you've ever wondered how far those tattoos go, now evidently they haven't started filming yet for the Drew Learns How to Swim. No, this is, show. we're developing this right uh, now. Yeah. Are we looking we at board shorts, a Speedo? What, what should we expect? <laughs> I'm wondering if Crocs can make me a signature motorcycle boot of swimwear, rubber. Yeah. Uh, swimwear. Because I, I, I don't even own sneakers. I own, a, I own some Vans and a bunch of boots with stuff on them and you know heels and Love everything it. i'm yeah i'm a i'm the opposite with shoes it's comfort is the last so combine yeah, yeah. a rubber speedo yeah right. <laughs> well, i think that's a good place to yeah. end. I, I don't get out in the sun much, but, for sure but you don't really need to tan if you have tattoos everywhere it doesn't make yeah. any difference you know so yeah that would have been a good band name too, Rubber Speedo. Rubber. We, 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 found, we found every. Bad oh, you know band someone name. in like yeah. Switzerland has that name. Yeah. There, you know, right? yeah, that could be album number four. Exactly. Right, album Rubber number four. Soul, Rubber yeah. Speedo. Right, yeah. I love it. Thank you, Matt. Thank it was you, so Matt. Fun we really appreciate you. you. Thank you. Thank you.